Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Having a Disney craving you can't fill? Lifelong Disney World adventurers, Ashley and Sammy will take you on a journey through the parks, movies, books, and more. Whether you live miles or states away, if you love Disney, you'll love hanging out with the Pixie Dust Twins on the Limitless Podcast Network. Pixie Dusters, it's your favorite host, Sammy. And Ashley, welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Make sure you check it out at limitlessbroadcasting.com. Now, welcome as we continue down our road of Christmas past. Yes. So last week we talked about the parks in Christmas past. Now we are going to go into our favorite Christmas movies. So grab some popcorn and let's start the show. Yay! I'm so excited. I am too. All of these Christmas movies we're talking about are in the 80s or 90s, except for, I think, two. Yeah, two of them Mm -hmm. are, except, no, three of them. Sorry, three of them are in the 2000s. But most of the ones we're going to be talking about are, like, from our childhood childhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think... Just the last one is really, like, super recent, honestly. So, Well, the last ones, yeah, but... They're all, like, I feel like, you know, they count as past, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, the first ones that we're going to talk about is kind of in their own category. And there's three of them within this category. And it's just the fact that Disney loves to retell a Christmas carol. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing right now in mm-hmm. our podcast life right now. We are doing a version of our own Christmas carol with each episode. And Disney loves to do this. They have three of them that we're going to cover. Mickey's A Christmas Carol, which was made in 83. The Muppets Christmas Carol from 92. And then the most recent one, which was still 11 years ago, Jim carries a Christmas carol. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's dive into these. Mickey's a Christmas carol. Have you seen this one recently? Uh, Probably today. Honestly, I probably watched it like last year. I haven't watched it yet this year, but I forgot how short it was until I saw your note. It's only 26 minutes long. It's easy, easy, breezy, good for kids then because it tells a story, but 
no filler. It's just moving right along. It just moves Mm -hmm. and moves. Like usually if you've watched any sort of Christmas Carol, like there's a lot of space in between each, each uh, ghost and all the things. And Disney's like, Nope, we're just gonna we're just gonna shoot them out and keep going. What I find hilarious, and I I didn't watch this today. I watched this yesterday. Is that Goofy plays Marley? Yes, I'm like Goofy is not a stingy old man. It doesn't I, make sense. But he's he's still kind of goofy in the the movie. So I mean, yeah, they really did not play up the the as scary I guess aspect. Of the whole no of the ghosts of Christmas night. Yeah. No. It just no. yeah. Mm-hmm. They did though play up the ghost of yet to come really mm-hmm. well because it was Crazy Pete. Yeah. And crazy mm-hmm. Pete. I'm sorry. He's just a little scary anyways. So. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. It it worked it worked really well. Of course, Scrooge is your Ebenezer Scrooge. Literally. <laughs> Literally Scrooge is Scrooge. Of course. Of course, Mickey plays Cratchit. Mm-hmm. I mean, who else is going to play Cratchit? So you got Mickey and Minnie in the Cratchit roles and Donald <laughs> is Fred, which mm-hmm. makes... And see, in my mind, Donald should have been Marley and Goofy mm-hmm. should have been Fred, but it doesn't make any sense because Scrooge and... Yeah, it makes more yeah. sense to have Donald in that role. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I, it makes sense why they chose to do what they did, but yeah. logistically based on personalities, I would agree with you that it should have been flip flop switched. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. yeah. There's not much to say about this one just no. because it's so short. It's almost like a TV show episode that they did, but yeah, it was, it was made in 83, which was way before us, which I was watching it. I'm like, they've either cleaned up the graphics or the graphics were just really good mm-hmm. for 83 because <laughs> mm-hmm. it felt like something that, that was just made like 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, it doesn't look old. Yeah. Yeah, not at all. This next one we'll probably spend a little bit more time on because it's amazing. But the next one I said is the Muppets Christmas Carol. (laughs) It was released in 92 and in my opinion is the best Christmas Carol movie ever. Yes. Ever. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, good. Before we get into what we love about the movie, just give you some fun facts, because I did not know this. This is actually the first Muppets movie that was made without Jim Henson. He had passed away, and we didn't have him. And his son, Brian, took over, and this was his first theatrical directing debut with the Muppets. Also not on here that I didn't put is that the guy who took over for Jim playing Kermit, he had one of those, like... I don't know if he had a trippy moment or something, but he had a dream of Jim Henson saying, it's okay, you can play Kermit. It's your turn now. Like he had some weird freaky dream. I love that. Wow. But he looked very 70s hipster. So I'm like, were you? Well, they did a lot of drugs back in those days. Yeah. Who knows? And then another thing I didn't know about this movie is that Scooter, who's one of our favorite characters in Mm -hmm. the original shows, was supposed to be the ghost of Christmas past. And then Piggy was supposed to be, I think, present and Gonzo was supposed to be somebody else, but they decided to redo everything, making Gonzo Charles Dickens character Mm -hmm. to be kind of a narration. Piggy, of course, to me, Mrs. Cratchit. Mm -hmm. And then when it came to Scooter, they're like, well, we have nothing. Bye, Scooter. And poor Scooter got cut from the movie. Not in the movie. Sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Didn't make it. I know I read somewhere too that this movie actually really follows the true story pretty Mm -hmm. closely. Which is interesting because you're like, ah, it's a Muppet movie, but they actually really follow it, which is why it's a kid's movie, but it's a 
bit scary at times. Yeah, we're not talking about the Disney movie, the Mickey movie anymore. This Mm -mm. one's a little bit more frightening with some of the characters. And Mm -hmm. the ghost of Christmas past is, she's the little girl one, right? If I'm remembering right. Yes. Yes. She's very scary. She kind of (laughs) would give me nightmares. She freaks me out. I don't really like her. And yeah, it just... Just, just picturing her in my head right now, I'm just like, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know how you feel about her, but she weirds me out every time I see her. The ghosts of Christmas past and present never freak me out in any of these movies. It's mm-hmm. always the ghost of yet to come mm-hmm. that is always really freaky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But they, I mean, I feel like the Muppets, like, taking this movie, yes, you said it's it's very close to the book, and, and, and mm-hmm. I saw that too. But I feel like, especially the dringy characters, the ones that end up like squabbling over Scrooge's stuff and mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I felt like, I feel like Muppets, this is the child in me coming out, but I feel like the Muppets kind of show more of the inner inners of somebody mm-hmm. than it's not always the pretty package. So I feel like it does a really good job of portraying those emotions and those like personality mm-hmm. traits and all the different things mm-hmm. michael kane played scrooge and he did really well which again um, he's with- in a muppet movie i mean what <laughs> he's a big <laughs> actor i mean i love the he muppets I, obviously but yeah i mean that's a huge de- i feel like for 92 that was probably a big deal that they got him to to play that yeah. role and i know i read that when he was doing it he wanted to be very serious Mm-hmm. it's a Muppet movie. It's very silly. There's Muppets around. You're talking to a puppet, mm-hmm. but he was just like, he's going to play Ebenezer Scrooge very, very seriously. So there's not going to be any acknowledgement that he's talking to like a rat <laughs> or a frog yeah. or yeah. I, and yeah. he did a good job. I really like his script. He did. He did. Well, and what I was also reading is that the human actors had to like how the, the scenes were or how like the, oh my goodness, the backdrops and stuff were. And because they had to have like different areas for people to do the Muppet puppets, Muppet puppets, that's a tongue twister, that the humans had to walk on these planks and they had to do the exact movements right. They couldn't just go wherever they wanted to. They had to follow the planks so they didn't fall off into this. So not only are they having to act with puppets, and still create this, but they also had to watch their footing and where they went. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, how can you not have respect for the people who work with the Muppets in these Holy movies? Holy cow. Especially oh, I that long ago. I would have definitely fallen. <laughs> There's no way. Oh, that makes me nervous just hearing about it. Ooh, I okay. know. I don't know how they did that, though. I have no idea. Bravo to all of you who work with, like you just said, who work with the Muppets yes. on Muppet Projects. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I did not realize all that. It's probably not as difficult now. They probably have more like, I don't know, whatever, Hollywood magic with all mm-hmm. the technology and whatnot. But like mm-hmm. in the 90s and stuff before they had all that, it's a lot of work. That's crazy. So yeah. who's who's your favorite Muppet in the Muppet Christmas Carol? Mm. <laughs> the old men, like always. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're hilarious. Classic. Yes, they're very I funny. I love them. I do, I do love Gonzo and Rizzo. They they're are my just 
so much yeah. fun. And they are kind of narrating the story. No, they are narrating the story. Gonzo yeah. plays Charles Dickens, who wrote yes. A Christmas Carol. And Rizzo is his little sidekick, as always. Yes. So I always go to them. I love, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love Kermit. I love Piggy. I love mm-hmm. all of them. Oh, we but, love all of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the old men and then Gonzo and Rizzo are just. Yeah. Gonzo and Rizzo are my favorite. <laughs> Gonzo and Rizzo just make me laugh because they're telling this story, but then they do, they get into so many shenanigans while they're trying to tell the story, trying to get into places, trying to, to not interrupt the story. Oh my gosh. It's but just they're so interrupting silly. it anyways. Yes. There's just so much nonsense. Like when Rizzo gets frozen in the, the ice puddle or whatever it was. <laughs> and I'm just like, really dude. <laughs> well, and if you think about all the Muppet movies, they're always having those issues. Mm-hmm. Always. Great. Like I'm thinking of Treasure Island and I'm like, oh my goodness, they got into so many problems. Yeah. Yeah. They just, oh, they really crack me up. I always Mm -hmm. enjoy a good gonzo scene. So yeah, I really, I think that's another reason why I really enjoy the movie too. Yeah. And one of the biggest reasons, like this is just a good memory for me Mm -hmm. because my grandma, my dad's mom, she had this on VHS and every time during the holiday season, I think even Mm -hmm not during the holiday season, we would watch this on VHS at my grandma's mm-hmm. house. And it's just one of those good memories. And when she passed mm-hmm. away and grandpa was getting rid of a lot of that stuff as they were moving out of that house, we got to have that VHS. So I have mm-hmm. that VHS sitting in my bo- in a box somewhere. It's one of those like good, me- good memories of good times when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. nice. That's a nice memory to have. It is. Anything else you want to talk about with the Muppets? No. Not, yeah, because otherwise we'll just go on and on. So this is true. I think we're good. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this one. The oh. last one of the Christmas Carols one is 2009, and it's just called Disney's A Christmas Carol, but it has Jim Carrey in it. And I did not know this. This is Jim Carrey's only Disney credit. Like, I made oh. sure he hadn't had any since then, and he hasn't. He has not been in any other Disney movie. This is the only wow. Disney movie he's ever been in. That I did not know. Yeah. It kind of made sense thinking of his stuff. I'm like, you know what? No, none of his, his humor is not family Disney friendly at all. Jim Carrey's a bit out there. So yeah, he is, but he did a really good job of playing Scrooge. You, because you have this, I mean, he's serious in it, but it's this mix of, you know, it's Carrie and you can hear it. And so there's some humor in it. You still kind of mm-hmm. crack up on how he's playing it. Cause it's very much kind of feels like Jim is being, it's kind of a satire for mm-hmm. Jim Carrie, like as mm-hmm. he's playing it, but he does a really good job. There's some other great voice actors, Gary Oldman's in there who played, oh. if you don't know who Gary Oldman is, he plays Severus. No, sorry. Serious. And sorry. I was just wrong. like, hold up now. Sorry. Wrong one. Serious. Wrong side of the Potter universe. Okay. <laughs> He plays serious in the Potter universe. Mm-hmm. And then there's Colin Firth, who is a huge, just, he's a huge British actor in itself. Oh. But wow. they, I didn't know they were in that. Okay. Yeah. Colin is the voice of Fred, his Scrooge's nephew. And, mm-hmm. oh, I don't remember what Gary Oldman, I think he was that old. Oh, you know how Scrooge has that boss from Christmas mm-hmm. past? I think he yeah. was him. Oh, okay. I can't cool. remember his name. Mm-hmm. But the animation is really cool how they did it. It's they kind of took some features of the people playing them and put it in. So like if you look at Scrooge and really think about what he would look like younger, he would look mm-hmm. more like Jim like he, he Jim Carrey and mm-hmm. Colin First character kind of looks like himself and like I feel like mm-hmm. they took the animation and kind of 
put put the real person into the animation. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm -hmm. By far, it's not my absolute favorite Christmas Carol movie, but it is really good. If you want something, if you're a huge Jim Carrey fan, I would definitely check it out. It's a great Christmas movie that he put together. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot. He voiced many of the characters. Like, I looked, oh. and there was, like, a ton. He voiced all the ghosts. He voiced all his wow. younger selves, his older selves. There was a couple other characters. I'm like, mm -hmm. you realize there are other people in the world. But, okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Next ones. These are classics. Like, uh, yes. absolutely love them. Home Alone, mm -hmm. Only One and Two. Don't give us that three- Mm -mm. bull not a real home alone macaulay culkin must be in the ones we're talking about <laughs> if he's not in it does not count as home alone i'm sorry yes no no the first one came out in 90 which i didn't realize how young we were when they came out yeah i didn't realize that either That's i didn't crazy. either and then mm -hmm. home alone 2 came out in 92 and i didn't we didn't see these until we were older so we're like wait a second mm-hmm that macaulay culkin was around our age apparently not apparently he's much older than us well, he'd only be like 10 years older maybe than us because he was still a kid when he filmed them. So I know that's what I mean. He's 10 years older than us. He's in his 40s. Yeah. yeah. That was weird. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I didn't. That's so funny. Well, he doesn't look that old. So yeah. What do you think yeah. of these movies? First of all, they're Robbie's favorites. So regardless of whether I liked them or not, we would be watching them multiple times. I've already seen <laughs> both of them this holiday season and I did not pick to watch them. He chose to watch them. So that tells you right there. But I do love Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. I think the second one is more of, I like it better a little bit than the first one. Mm -hmm. Only because he interacts with more people than in the first one. It's kind of like, oh. I feel bad. He's just at the house by himself and trying to not get frightened by these very scary wet bandits that are coming to <laughs> break into his home. So I think I like the second one because there's more interaction with other people and they've got some other big mm -hmm. actors in the second one too. But I was reading some of your notes and yeah, you, Ashley literally wrote that family is awful. And it made me laugh because I have this discussion every time when I watch this movie, I'm just like, how do you not know that your freaking child is not with you and they can do all the little loopholes and things they want when they're running to the airport they're counting the kids to get in the van everything they want to do i understand he the ticket got thrown away i understand i get it but why are you not checking on your children when i got to get on the plane i would literally be like i'm going to stand right here and i'm going to make sure all of my personal children are standing right here to get on this plane and obviously that didn't happen at all yep these freaking people man and that's part of it that was part of the family's awful because mm -hmm. it's not it's not a realistic like in my opinion this family is not a realistic family at all and if it is that's sad and somebody needs to go in there and save those children because mm -hmm. not only did they forget him Mm -hmm. They were too concerned with everybody else's kids. All the adults were rude and mean, and that's me saying nice things. I have other words in my mind that I would like to say to them. Like, no one treat, like, 
I would hope nobody would allow their relatives to treat their kids the way they treated this one child out of Mm -hmm. all of the kids that are there. Like, I'm sorry. These movies are great. I do enjoy them. But this is not realistic. I just want to slap the uncle every time he opens his mouth. I'm just like, why are you so mean to this child? Are you serious? Come on now. The cousins are horrible. All of them are absolutely horrible. Brother. Oh, I would have been happy to be left home for Christmas too. I've been like, yes, deuces. Goodbye. Don't need you. I'm going to take care of myself. And then see, now we have so many questions. Okay. So while we're watching the movie, so, and so we'll, we'll stick with Home Alone 1. Let's just, just stick there for now. Okay. So they are like, all right, we need to send the police over there because my child is at the house by himself. Why is it when the police officer goes, he doesn't bang, 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 police officer, bang, 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 like trying to call out to him, say, hey, your mom sent me to check on you. I'm with the police force. I'm not some scary man trying, because when you watch the movie, he bang, bang, bang. Yeah, there's no one here. He's not going to come to the door. He doesn't know who you are. You did not identify yourself in any way, shape or form. He can't see you. He does not know that you were there to check on him and to help him. It's, I hate to pull this movie apart because my, I do love my it. friends here, my, mm-hmm. my friends that I live with here, like absolutely adore these movies. Oh yeah. But the writing is so bad. <laughs> the writing is so bad because it's none of it's realistic. You just showed us the police yeah. officer does not acknowledge him he, or mm-hmm. acknowledge who he is. He doesn't call out that this is the police. None of it. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, what, what? And then the, the robber got away with dressing up like a cop to come in. And um, no one even paid any attention to him. And he was there for like forever. I don't even know how long. Yes. And no one acknowledged, first of all, there's a police officer just standing in the entryway. They all just, like, no one's concerned about this. No one wants to actually talk to this man. Yeah. It was just a very unrealistic written movie. It's hilarious Mm -hmm. and it's fun and it's like every child's dream come true. Mm -hmm. But this just, no, no. Especially if a child was home alone, the police would not leave the house. They would actually announce themselves and then break into the house to make sure the child was alive and safe. Nobody cared about Kevin. Poor Kevin. I, feel I know so this bad. is the 90s, but come on, people. I just feel so bad. But how about that house, though? Like, how many rooms were in there? Like a million? Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that's the other thing. These people had to be well off. Again, how did they lose their child? They're just not interested. Although, at the, at the airport, too, when she's trying to offer up, like, her earrings and tickets and whatever to get back. Mm -hmm. And the older lady is just like, is that a real Rolex? And she's like, do you think it is? And I'm thinking, these people got to have real Rolexes. I mean, look. Yeah. Look at everything else going on in their lives. You're telling me that she bought some knockoff one? Yeah, she did not. No, no, no. No, 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 no. She did not. No. But, (sighs) yeah. But it is a a very cute movie. And the whole antics with him – fighting off the, the yeah. bandits and everything. That was very cute. And. Oh, it makes me cringe sure. though. Every time, like it's they, painful. Those guys should have died. That's the other unrealistic thing. Oh yeah. Never survived any of that. At this point, the way I kind of look at the movie is you got to consider them more like ca- uh, cartoon characters it, and not yes. people because yeah, I mean, you're the things Kevin did to them. Oh no. Oh Lord. No, no one would survive. Mm-mm. They would not be 
around. They would have found these two men dead in their house when they came home for Christmas. Yep. With Kevin just doing whatever Kevin's doing. And then did Kevin clean up before his parents came home? That's what I tried to figure out. I don't remember. I know he didn't clean Buzz's room because he yelled at him at the end, but I feel like no one ever said like, oh, there's Legos all over the floor. And he must have tried to clean up. I just, Kevin is a anomaly. He's very interesting to me. The way he came up with these elaborate plans. Yeah. And rigged everything himself is very interesting. And then he literally went into it with the plan to torture these men because he didn't call 911 until he went out to the little tree house. Yeah. He had plenty of time where he could have called 911. He could have called 911 the second he realized they were outside the door when he was eating his little mac and cheese. Yeah. And he waited. Yeah, Again, I whoever wrote this movie, I think it was their own little fantasy that they just created themselves. You know what? If my family ever left me, this is what, and now there were robbers, about, like it had this to be what I would do. This yes. man child that mm-hmm. wanted to do this in real life. Mm-hmm. Now, Home Alone 2. This interests me because how did you do it again, firstly? Okay. Oh, no. Once again, Kevin, now he has made it to the airport this time. So at least you did that right. You got him to the airport. And I don't know why the dad let him take the bag at all because Kevin was yammering on about how he needed these freaking batteries. And I would have just been like, no, just like the dad said, no, I've got my bag. The batteries are in it. Get your butt on the plane so I can see you sit down and then I'll give you the batteries for your toy. Okay then you will be good to go. But no, let's just give the kid our bag and our wallet and everything we freaking need is inside of it. And then when Kevin goes to get on the New York plane, nobody really double checks. Where's your dad? Oh, that's him. No, lady, you walk over there and you say, is this your child? Does this kid, do you see him? Does he belong to you? Not, okay, great. Little 11 year old child, 10 year old, however old he is. Yeah. Have a great flight. You can go sit back there. So many adults suck in these movies. It's insane. And I honestly think it's because this is all pre 9-11. Yeah, definitely these days. Oh, no. Like, I I wonder if people really were like this at airports before 9-11. It really makes you wonder because, oh, goodness. And then when he sits down and he just turns on and starts listening to music or whatever, and Mm -hmm. she's announcing that they're going to New York, I was just like, great. Of course. Where were they supposed to go again? They all flew to Miami and then he went obviously to New York. Why would you not? Miami. Well, anywho. Remember Kevin kept complaining, there's no Christmas trees and snow and everything in Miami. And then everyone just told him to shut up, which he turned out being right because no one had a good time when they went to Miami. So, well, because Miami's horrible. Have you been to Miami? No. Don't go. My brother went to school there for nine months. I went down there twice. Never again. Yeah. I know Robbie's been there a couple of times and he just, he doesn't want to stay there. So no. Yeah. No. You in the nice areas, you feel like you might get shot. Yeah. It's pretty sketch down there. I I do know that much. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know what the whole deal. I don't even know why they would try and go somewhere since they had such a problem the year before. Because they're dumb. (laughs) Obvious. Because a man child wrote this oh, movie. Oh my gosh. But we do get I'm gonna get so Tim, much hate in the comments. I love I do love them though. But we do get Tim Curry and I adore yes. Tim Curry. I think he is hilarious. Yes. I love him. 
again, though, a, a little bit incompetent in his job, as are all of the other hotel workers. Mm-hmm. But I find it very interesting. He just barges into people's hotel rooms and things to check on them. And we were just wondering, they're so convinced that something's going on with this child, and which the mom actually calls mm-hmm. them out at the end saying, if you knew he was alone, if you knew this and that, then why did you guys not try and help him? Instead, you just made him scared. And now we don't even know where he is in the city. Yeah. I mean, come on, people. Really? He's a child. Why are you so mad at him? Okay. Now, granted, he's, he's a manipulative crafty yeah. <laughs> child. I will give you that. But again, he is still a child. You should be yes. more concerned about trying to find his parents and more concerned about trying to help him than getting him out of your fancy dancy hotel. So yeah. just yeah. my opinion. I the I I mean I love both of these movies but I think this one is my favorite out of the two just because being in New York and this interaction with this older gentleman I don't remember his name but then finding out like oh his gosh, backstory and just yes. there's that there's that element that we didn't have in the first one and I think I need that good feel good element and mm. I can't because like I said, I feel like these were written by men tri- man childs and all their boy antics, I can only take for so long. I need mm-hmm. something else in there. And they finally mm-hmm. gave it to me. Yes. And then the lady in the park, and then he gives her the, mm-hmm. the dove because they're like lifelong friends and stuff. Yes. I was just like, oh, so nice. Yes. It was. Look at you, Kevin. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then of course they ruined it and did a third one with that Macaulay Culkin and it was Pretty much trying them trying to redo the first one with the new kid. Yeah, I don't watch that one. So I watched it once. I'm sure I've seen it. I vaguely remember it, but I've kind of blocked it out of my brain because yeah. there is there is no Home Alone if you don't have its main star. I'm sorry. Exactly. Just like with most movies like this. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. next one we're about to talk about, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. they would have tried to bring in somebody different to do Santa Claus in one of these, I'd have been like, I'm sorry, you're done. No. Stop. We're not even watched it. Nope, not at all. No, but they I didn't. Mean, thank goodness. Tim Allen's in all it. three. <laughs> thank goodness. Hey, it's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today. Now, granted, you and I discussed this before we started recording. Two and three are not on the same level as the original Santa Claus. No. Not saying they're bad movies, but... It's not the same. Third one's a little. <laughs> I'm trying to, in the grand scheme of Christmas movies, I still feel like you're winning if you watch these versus yes. some of the other ones out there. Yes. Let's let's say that. But the Santa Claus original, you can never recreate this. I don't even know what to say. It's just one of my absolute favorite movies. Ever. So good. Just. It's, ah, yeah. You got a divorced dad. Mm-hmm. who is trying to get up in the world with business and do all the things, which is a normal mm-hmm. plot line for that sort of kind of character. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then his whole life is derailed when he's, his son is with him and all of a sudden Santa Claus comes around and he accidentally, I don't want to say kill Santa, but that's what happens Santa. though. I mean, just don't, you got to call it what it is. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's Santa Claus and he's like, wait a second, what, 
what mm-hmm. do you mean I'm Santa Claus? I was just trying to make my son happy. Mm-hmm. And just this whole transformation process of like yes. getting fatter and, and white and like, oh, it's hilarious. It just, it's so funny. <laughs> there are just so many good parts from the beginning to the end of this movie. There is just, it's so entertaining. Like you said, mm-hmm. the very beginning of the movie opens up, he works for a toy company and they're rewarding themselves for a great Christmas season. And it's very clearly an adult Christmas party. They obviously yeah. don't, at, let's be honest, they're, they want the money and I get it, their company, but yeah. they clearly don't really care with, about the kids or the parents. Mm-hmm. They just want toys to sell. And to just go from that to where he becomes at the end, it is, it's insane. And mm-hmm. you, I know you had said in your notes, but it was done really well. It yes. Was. The, the transforming, not only his physical aspects, but his belief and, yes. and everything. And I mean, like the beginning has me cracking up because he tries to make the turkey and he burns it and they end up at Denny's with all the other single dads and all of their poor children who all look like they hate their lives, who are sitting there and they don't have anything that the kid wants. Oh my gosh. Oh just my goodness. The very beginning is hilarious with that aspect. Charlie's just I looking there like, uh, apparently Charlie does not. Apparently that is the last place that he wanted to be was Denny's. Well, I mean, no, you want to spend Christmas at home with your family. And exactly. I mean, he has this new stepdad who is like gun ho dad and Tim's character is like, oh crap. And just all the things. So he wants to make his son happy. So he puts on the red suit. I will. I love, I love the scene when they get back to the North pole and he's like, no, I need to go home. He's like, did you put on the Bernard? Who's like one of my favorite characters. So serious. All the movie. He's like, did you put on the red suit? Yes. Then you are now Santa Claus. How? There's a clause, the Santa Claus. Like there's an actual, and he goes on and finally realized, oh, there's like not the card, C-L-A-U-S, C-L-A-U-S-E. It's an actual clause that when you put on the suit, you become Santa. And just that whole transaction is just so funny. And then the little puppets, when he goes into his room for the first time and they're like (laughs) being dumb and he's like, would you just shut up so I could go to bed? Oh, the whole thing is just so well done. And then with all of the elves and, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. And then I like how when they're, they're talking about, you know, he's just like, okay, well, we're at Thanksgiving. We're going to have to have you back here. And then he's, you know, of course, Scott's like, I'm not coming back here. Are you freaking kidding me? This is not my job. And Bernard's like, I'll send you the list. What list? And you can tell Bernard's trying to be like, let me not get everyone going. Cause he's like, you know the list list. he's checking it once and then all the elves start singing the song and you could tell bernard was like really trying not to have that happen by the way he's just like you know the list bernard is the funniest elf oh my gosh he has me dying laughing every day it was when the second one came out but did i tell you that i saw him in animal kingdom no oh my gosh oh my goodness it was was it the first time that we were at Disney or the second time when we went back whatever year the second Santa Claus came out Bernard what whatever the actor's name was at Walt Disney World and was in Animal Kingdom and there's there's like this horde of people around him to keep him like yeah Mm -hmm. but he walked past and me and my brother like it's Bernard (laughs) like what's he doing here well in my head I'm like oh it's Bernard and it's what's his face intending to yes but like we saw him walk past us we're like oh my gosh it's the only 
only celebrity I've ever seen out in the wild. Like that was the first and only time I've ever seen a celebrity out in the wild. So jealous. At least he was a celebrity to me because he's Bernard. I know, right? There's probably <laughs> a lot of people that are like, what? Who? Who's it's that? Bernard. I'm sorry. How do you not know Bernard? Or Have Barnaby. you not watched the Santa Claus movie? Barnaby, Barney, whatever else Scott calls him throughout the, the beginning <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> Just kind of misses out on the whole point of his name. Yeah. For that. I love Bernard. <laughs> yeah. He's just so funny. And then when he pops up at the, towards the end of the movie and he's like looking at, what's his stepdad's name? I just totally blanked on his I name. don't remember his name. It's not very memorable. Di- Dr. Miller, but his name isn't. <gasps> right. He's a doctor. He's a yeah, he's a psychologist. Doctor. Remember? That's his whole thing. Neil. There we go. Ah, Neil. Yeah. Okay. So when Bernard pops up towards the end and he's looking at Neil and Neil's just like, he's drawn us into his fantasies and how Bernard starts grabbing him and Mm -hmm. is like, did we make this? This looks like one of ours. And I'm just like, (laughs) this is the best thing ever. (laughs) Neil's like literally so confused and Bernard's is there pulling on him. Like, did I make this? Let me, let me look at your tag back there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. There's just so many little things like that that just add to the hilarity oh of this film. There is just so many There's funny so parts much. to it. Yeah. Oh, it's so just, good. Oh, it, I mean, it has some serious moments too, but overall mm-hmm. it's just so yeah. funny. And then when the mom realizes who he actually is and she mm-hmm. just looks at him and she's like, Santa? I was just like, <laughs> relationship has changed oh, in a good way. Oh, you get it now. But yeah, Arrested Santa is oh. funny. What's your name? Santa Claus. What's your name? And then he just keeps going through all the different, you know, like, yeah, the different, and, yeah. and yeah, Father Christmas and all the names that always cracks me up too. the way he's just like, yeah, like, just no matter what you say, he's going to tell you he's Santa Claus mm-hmm. because that is, that's who he is. He's Santa that, Claus. Yep. That, yep. Oh my goodness. So good. And then I know we're not going to, we're not going to like go into depth about them, but like the second and the third one, I love that they took it and they like expanded it. So like we can get Miss, we get Mrs. Claus in the second one. And Mm -hmm. in the third one, we get to see like Jack Frost and, Mm -hmm. and you get to see all these other different like mythical characters that we love, like the Tooth Fairy and. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He's funny. He notice, yeah. If you yeah, haven't seen he, it, he. <laughs> um, and it's just so cool how they did this, and I loved him, Alan, in it because he just oh my great. Gosh. He's just a great actor. Like, yes. I don't know. There's something about him that you're just like, he's just so good. Home, mm-hmm. I mean, Home Improvement and his newer show, The Last Man Standing, and mm-hmm. crying out loud, people, he's Buzz Lightyear. I mean, come on now, the Space Ranger, right there. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Yes. Just yeah, saying. I do. There is no one else he could have been Santa. No, not at all. I just can't ever picture anybody else. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else was up for the part. I have no idea, but I could not picture anyone else but Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Yeah. yeah. I get I get so much hate every year because everyone that talks to me once like it's like, oh, have you watched have you watched Elf this year yet? I'm like, no. Ashley hates Elf. For those of you who don't, yeah, who don't know, she hates. Elf. I'm like, no. They're like, well, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Santa Claus. Santa Claus with it's Tim so Allen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's better. It's a thousand times better than that stupid Elf movie. Like, go away with your crap. <laughs> I love it's Elf. So mad at me. <laughs> okay, I love Elf, but I agree. The Santa Claus is my favorite movie. What Christmas movie? 
I have too many favorite movies in everyday life, but the Santa <laughs> Claus is my favorite Christmas movie. It is yeah. one of the first ones I will watch every year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very early on so I can watch it multiple times. I haven't watched it yet. I need to watch it. I own the DVD set of all three. Of course you do. I just well, watched them on Disney+. Plus. Watch, well, I know they're on Disney Plus now, but I got them a couple years ago before Disney Plus because I wanted mm-hmm. to have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have the Santa Claus, just the first one, I think on DVD. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we had the first one on VHS somewhere. Oh, I definitely have it. Because it was in the 90s. Yes. I don't know that I still have it, but I did at one time have this on VHS. I distinctly yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah. Because we all, I remember seeing it in theaters because mm-hmm. it came out right around yep. Thanksgiving. And I think that was our Thanksgiving mm-hmm. movie that year. All of this, I, as a child, oh, yeah. I just love this movie so much. This, this is our family's Christmas movie. Like this is mm-hmm. the movie we would sit down and we would watch as a family was the Santa Claus movie. I mean, we'd watch like the Christmas, like we'd watch Muppets or we'd watch like the Christmas cartoon movies and whatnot. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Rudolph and all the things. But yeah. like our our family favorite was, or still is, I believe to this day, the Santa Claus movies. If it's changed, yeah. me and my family are going to have a chat. Mm, I doubt it though. Nothing can I doubt it too. My parent, my mom and dad love Tim Allen and Travis mm-hmm. just has no choice. Well, he loves it. He does. I was going to say, he should love it. I mean, there's no reason to have a choice when the movie is that great. Very true. Yeah. Oh, we still got two more. Yeah, we're just talking forever. Okay. This one I know nothing about. I have yeah. not watched. Well, I, I got nothing. I won't spend a lot of time on this one because I think the last one's going to be a little bit of a longer talk too. Yes. So, Sammy, take it okay. away. <laughs> so The 12 Dates of Christmas is an ABC Family original movie. ABC Family. So before it was Freeform, it was ABC Family for those not in the know. And this movie was created, obviously a made-for-TV movie. So it's very Hallmark-esque, mm-hmm. if you want to say that. And everybody knows what you mean by that. So oh, yeah. it's got that kind of vibe. But I just love it. I don't watch a lot of Hallmarky movies. I'm going to say at Christmas, I watch more than I, yeah, more than normal during the year. No, but you can get me on these Christmas movies. I'll be, I'll be tuned in. If it's got a good, cute storyline. Yep. I'm going to watch it. And this and definitely reminds man. me of that. Yes. So Zach Morris is in this. Hello. How can you originally not? I don't know how you haven't watched this. Yeah. So he stars in it along with Amy Smart, who I also love. She's in a lot of classic 90s, early 2000s. You should look her up. You'll know who Amy Smart is. I am. I don't remember her name off the top of my head. Yeah. But anyway, this movie is very cute. So Amy Smart stars as Kate. And like you would expect in one of these movies, Kate is kind of self-absorbed. She wants to get back with her ex. So her plan is to meet him on Christmas. And she has this date set up through her stepmother with Miles, who is played by Mark Paul Gossier. So there you go. That's when Zach Morris comes in. And I don't know why you would want to stand him up on a date, but you know, I'm not, I'm not (sighs) sure. So anyway, so Kate, basically she spends the first part of the movie. She's trying to get back with the ex and she just keeps blowing Miles off and it's terrible. And then she kind of starts to realize she really likes him. So she starts to spend more time. I'm sorry. I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself. I'm just so excited about the the rest of these movies. So Kate goes to the mall to buy a sweater for her ex and she falls when one of the like perfume ladies sprays at her, she falls down. And then that is where, that is where she resets. So every, she makes it to midnight. So like the first day she goes and things do not go as planned and she's miserable and midnight comes around 
and she starts over again in the mall. She wakes up and she's on the floor again. And of course she's confused because this is basically like Groundhog Day, but okay. it's Christmas, <laughs> if you think of it that way. So she wakes up in that same spot and she's just like, okay, that's super weird. And then it keeps happening because she's, every time she's going through the day, she's still trying to get back with her ex. She's trying to basically not do what she should be doing at Christmas. And she's mm -hmm. not getting that Miles is the one she should be focusing on. So as time goes on, she gets to know him better. Obviously he doesn't know her because every time he meets her, it's the first time, but she learns more and more things about him and all these wonderful traits oh, about him, boy. which I'm not going to spoil because I think you should watch it. Okay. Basically, you know, by the end of the movie, she, everyone that she has met in her path along these 12 days of her repeating Christmas, she has made their lives better. She solved problems for them. She has made them have a perfect Christmas, basically. Mm. She's everybody that she's, even if she hasn't agreed with them, like she doesn't really get along with her stepmother, but that's because she misses her mom. So she kind of felt like her dad replaced her mom, but that's, mm -hmm. that's not really true. And she realizes at the end, she should be happy for them. And you know, feel good movie. Hmm. So yeah, by the end of the movie, obviously everything is all in good and she makes it and it's 12 days for her 12 days later, but it's just, and so Aww. cute. I just recommend it. And it's got, oh, it's just adorable. I watch this one a lot. I watch a lot because I mean, you don't have to pay attention, pay attention to it to be able to follow it. Cause I mean, plot line's not that deep, but yeah, it's, it's very cute. And she, all the little antics she gets into are very cute with her neighbors. She learns how to bake mm -hmm. and all this stuff. So then Aww. she's like doing these elaborate gingerbread houses and stuff by the end. And everyone's like, how did you learn this? And she's just like YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, I would recommend if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's on Disney plus. It's okay. super adorable. I'll definitely check it out. So, yeah. Hey, so last one. A quick side note before yeah. we get into the last one. This is so off topic. But speaking of Zach Morris, do you mm -hmm. know what's starting on the 25th of November? Oh, yeah. They're doing a whole reboot, right? They're oh. doing a whole Saved by the Bell reboot. Yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> I, I had no idea where on, that came from. but It's on yeah. Peacock, which is CBS's free, CBS? I think CBS's free streaming service. So I'm so Wait, excited to watch like, it. Wait, wouldn't that be like NBC? Don't they have the Peacock? I don't symbol? know. Whoever has Peacock. Who has the Peacock symbol? It's not NBC. That's NBC, CBS, you. one of them. I Somebody don't know. Called Whoever Peacock has Peacock has is the one who's doing it. <laughs> and it's, oh it goodness. starts on Wednesday. Okay. Sorry. Well, there you, you talk Zach Morris and I'm like, ah! you. Yeah, last I one. did forget. I did see that. So that's, that, yeah, it's relevant. Yeah, I did see that though. Check that out too <laughs> on whatever channel. Yeah. Oh, this last one. I am really excited about this one because I finally listened to you and I watched it and it was oh, I so can't good. I see it. It was since last year. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know. It just wasn't, I honestly, last year, I don't think I was really in the Christmas spirit as much because mm -hmm. it was my first year away from home and my parents um, were coming out here yeah. and there was just a lot of, I was still getting used to Nebraska and all the things. So it mm -hmm. just... I don't think I was really there. And this year I'm very much in the Christmas spirit and I'm ready to go. Probably because I'm coming to Disney World, but you know, whatever. But this last one is named Noel. And Noel is a 2019 movie. It's very recent. So it's technically the past, but it's not like all the others. And it 
stars Anna Kendrick. Um, if you don't know who Anna Kendrick is, you're under a rock because she's absolutely amazing. The poor mm-hmm. girl started off in a horrible, horrible series of movies, but that wasn't her fault. And since then has been pulled into these amazing movies like Pitch Perfect and oh my goodness, I'm thinking, I'm blinking on her other stuff that I love. I don't know. She's been like a million things. She has. Honestly. She's been in so much, but she's been pulled into her first Disney movie called Noel, where she is the daughter mm-hmm. of Santa Claus. And in this kind of realm of Santa, when a Santa Claus gets married and has kids, whatever, whoever's the next male in line becomes Santa when Santa's ready to retire. So they might have a different name until they actually become Santa mm-hmm. Claus. So she has an older brother named Nick who is supposed to learn the trade and become Santa, but he comes to find out that he does not have the gift. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I kind of called this from the very, very beginning. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. When, especially when he was just like, yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't like it being cold. I was just like, this dude is not made to be Santa Claus No, automatically from that because I'm pretty sure that's one of the requirements of Santa is that he doesn't Mm -hmm. mind to be chilly. (laughs) The elves did make me really mad when he left. So Nick was supposed to become Santa. He is not doing well. And his sister, Noel was like, well, just take the weekend off, take a break, Mm -hmm. just get pretty much. She was just encouraging him to recenter and come back strong and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Well, he took it as I'm just going to leave forever and never come back sort of deal and the elves made me so angry because they were all blaming her and it's like no that's not Mm -hmm. what she told her brother to do like you should not be blaming her right now like I was Mm -hmm. really mad at them like I was Mm -hmm. mm, I was about ready to fight some elves I agree that made me so mad too I was just like no like Noelle's job they said was to spread Christmas cheer and she was just like the main one who should be cheery is not so she was literally trying to be helpful when she's just Mm -hmm. like, listen, you need a break. You're stressed out. Take your break. How is she going to know he was going to fly over there and then send the whole freaking sleigh and all the reindeer back and just decide to stay in Arizona? Who would do that? Arizona for crying out loud. What the heck? Although very funny (laughs) for them to travel to. (laughs) to find him I thought that was pretty hilarious especially like she's walking around in that crate that like earmuffs and the hat and everything and I know Robbie had walked by and he's just like wouldn't she be hot and I was like yeah I'm pretty sure she's a bit toasty yeah but someone even asked her yes the the private detective asked her why she's like because it's Christmas this is what I wear at Christmas it's like um it's not okay cool have fun toasting and dying of but when they, when they took her to the grocery store and she got in the freezer, oh my gosh, it was so <laughs> funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> She's trying to act like it's not weird, but it was so weird. Okay. I've already forgotten because I've only watched it once, but did she, mm-hmm. there was, was there any love story in this or was there none? Because I thought really, there was no love story at all. Like she didn't know with the guy, she was, right? No, she was friendly with the dad and I thought they were maybe going to go in that direction. But at the end, she just went back to the North Pole and they just, they would write her like postcards and stuff. So they're friends. What they were doing, not... but they didn't really. Yeah, no. Now if they do a Noel too, who knows what would happen? Because they probably go the line of Santa Claus, and now there would be a Mister Claus, Mister Kringle, Mister whatever. I don't know what they would call him. Because like, didn't they say Kringle Santa. in the movie? 
Yeah, she's know. Noelle Kringle. She, but she can't change her name because she's Santa. So I I don't know. So she's Mrs. Santa Claus. Like that's that's where the confusion comes in. Like they who didn't are you, honey? It. Yeah, they didn't get into it too much. But yeah, maybe they won't do was, a second one just so they don't get into that. I have no idea. But they were referring to her as Santa because remember mm-hmm. when she went in to deliver the presents and the deaf girl called her what is it? It was like Santa. I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. She did the beard thing and then yeah. she that's when the outfit fit was because because she, she finally was, believed in herself that she was Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was adorable. Much better outfit for her. When they yeah, finally when it shrunk down. I was like, thank goodness. <laughs> it's so much better for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then her little pet snow cone, the little white reindeer. Oh, he was so adorable. Uh, him. So cute. Oh my gosh. I just like, loved him. And she put him in the front and I love it. On oh, snow cone. And he's like running, like, come on, guys, let's go, let's go, let's and go. And all the reindeer, reindeer are like, like what are we doing? What's going on? And then they were finally like, all right, (laughs) your little like click thingy. And yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, and then you knew too, because when she was helping a Nick train and she's just, he's like, I can't understand how to get the reindeer to go. And she just did it. She's just like on Dasher. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, all right. And he was ready to go. I'm like, that tells you right there. She's the Santa Claus. He listened to her. Yes, I know. I'm like, what the heck, people? Come on. And what was it? Her nanny? Polly. Say, or Elf, like at, Elf Polly. Polly. At one, mm-hmm. Elf Polly. At one point, they were talking about like the the contract of how you become Santa. And they're like, it's always been, it's written that it's the next male heir. And she's like, that's not how it's written. It's like, why don't we listen to Polly? Like someone has yep, to exactly. That's because Polly knew the whole freaking movie that Noelle was Santa Claus. Cause I that's was what right she told there her with at the you, end. Polly. Yep. She was just like, I knew it. You had the twinkle in your eye when you were a baby. So Noelle, Noelle didn't know. Nick didn't know. And Polly didn't really say anything, but Polly knew from when she was a baby that she was going to be Santa. Why didn't Polly tell dad? Why didn't oh, Polly tell thinking. Santa? Well, I kind of feel like no one listens to Polly. So that might be why. But like just even watching Noah, like how she was interacting with the elves and just knew mm-hmm. exactly what they wanted and knew who mm-hmm. was being good and bad. Like she has the instinct, people. What the heck? Why are you not seeing this? That was so great when she was just staying there and they're trying to find the cell phone. And mm-hmm. she's just like, that man will help us. Mm-hmm. She just, you could just see like it was going yep. in her brain. Or when the kids would come up and then Nick is just like, how did you know what they were, what language they were speaking? And she's just like, I don't know. I just knew. I have no idea. And she's signing and she's just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But then would just like perfectly sign to that little girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole time. It was just like, come on, people. Well, even Nick, like Nick, Nick, how did you not see it when you started? Like, why didn't you tell somebody as soon as you saw your sister start doing these things mm-hmm. and speak up and be like, it's not me. It's Noel. Like he was a dumb dumb. Like I wanted to smack he him. Was. I was going to say, I think Nick was a little slow. A little? Because he did. He did speak up when he finally noticed. At Took the, him the whole movie. Almost like three quarters of the way through the movie. <laughs> and then he finally was like, yeah, it's Noel, by the way, everybody. Just so you know. Dum-dums. Mm-hmm. But he was pretty funny, though. Like, when they're arguing in the yoga studio, it was making me laugh. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, those people are, have no idea what's going on back there. And they're actually pulling the curtain makes it so it's, like, silent. <laughs> like, they can still hear your craziness, Okay. <laughs> It's an adorable, adorable. It is. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. It's so adorable. Mm -hmm. It just, it makes your heart warm the whole time you watch Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Oh, so many good movies. 
I know. Think there's more out there in the universe, but these there are, are favorites. There are. There are some honorable mentions that we I thought about putting in here, but I didn't. But you do, like, I do recommend also watching all of the Mickey Disney movies that's on Disney oh, yeah. Plus right now. I just watched Once Upon a Mickey today. The old, It's an older one. Mm-hmm. And it has the three different, it has like three different stories. They do one, one's about Huey, 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 Huey and Louie. Uh-huh. The other one's about Max and Goofy. And then the third one, of course, is Mickey and Minnie. And it's just mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely adorable. And there's some other really good ones on there that you mm-hmm. should definitely. Yeah, there's some other like Disney yeah. Channel originals and uh, yeah, would be fun to check there's out. There's only like one Disney Channel original. There's like, no, there's like two or three. No. Hold on. I think there's three. We did this map. There was like one or two. Because there's Twas the Night, and then there was the Christmas present one. And I thought there was Oh, the Christmas present. I forgot about that one. Yeah, there's like another one that I can't remember the name because I've never seen it. There's some of them on there. They're not the they're not like so great that we wanted to talk about them. But they're there. Well, Twas the Night has Brian Cranston in it. So he's really the only good character. Well, the boy is good in it too, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, know, it's Disney, an okay movie. Disney Channel just didn't really do much like Christmas themed movies. Like mm-hmm. they're more like no. they have a really good Irish or a really good like St. Patty's Day one, and they have their mm-hmm. like summer ones and all the things. Yeah. But yeah, they weren't really much on. Oh, and Halloween, they're really good at Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but they didn't do Christmas, a lot of Christmas ones, not so much. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Which we really don't have Disney Channel movies anymore, do we? Because we have Disney Plus. Everything's going well, now Disney Plus. Now it's Disney Plus Originals is what they're called. Like Noel that's, is a Disney that's what I Plus mean. original. We don't have like our Disney no, Channel movies be, anymore. I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. Is I don't Disney think so. Channel dead? Disney. Do we need a more Disney Channel? Uh, they still got a Disney Channel. Oh, I don't okay. watch it. So I don't know what's on it. But I don't know. I haven't watched it. It still exists out there. But I don't imagine. I, I have a feeling Disney Plus is where it's at now for most of the content. Yeah. Which that's is where they're headed is the streaming service. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. 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 Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you like and subscribe to all of our social media things. We have multiple Instagram accounts, Pixie Dust Twins podcast, and then at Limitless Broadcasting. And then we have our own at Samantha 1950s Film Media, and then at the numbers 139, spell out 14 underscore by Ashley Danny. I know it's a mouthful. Hopefully it's Mm -hmm. in the show description notes for you to link to. And we have a Facebook page. We have a YouTube channel. Just go out Mm -hmm. and find us. You'll be able to find us. Yep. And if you go to limitlessbroadcasting.com, it'll basically take you wherever you need to go to locate Mm us. And we have a shop on there with t-shirts and other things coming soon. More information about all of the podcasts that we offer with links to the shows. And then we have a Patreon account where your donations can generously help us keep doing these things. And by the way, just because I had just not thought of it and didn't even the last show, if anybody out there makes ears or Disney things, we would gladly work with you to promote uh-huh. your merchandise. on our social media channels because we are big fans of ears and whatnot. I know mine haven't came in yet. I know. Ashley has Christmas ones, so you'll have to wait until she's here at Christmas to see them. I'm sorry. But I've seen a picture. No, they'll be on the next couple episodes. Okay. I forgot. We're 
They should be on the next couple episodes. Yeah, my bad. I forgot we have some more Christmas ones to film. So you will see them later. <laughs> Not today. Yes. That's what she she wore the the red like outfit yes. today. But anyway, so yeah, if anyone is out there and again, check out the Patreon account where you can just make donations and get cool prizes and rewards basically for helping us out. So make sure you check that out too. Yeah. All right. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.